0: So I got myself a journal that I'm going to use just to keep my stuff organized. My creative stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to get all my creativity worked out and scheduled. And I'm going to be able to fold this all into a very productive life. Yeah. That's the ticket. Let's talk about that on today's Project Shadow. I have something to say. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love. Yeah, I, I'm in this phase again, I get here every fall, I'm trying something different this year. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. But before we do, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on, it really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people The more people that listen. The bigger the audience, the bigger the audience, the better the chance we have of communicating with each other. And after all, isn't that why I do this in the first place? It is. <laughs> I don't know why I asked that as a question. That is why I do this. Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah, I broke down and I bought myself a journal. Because so I'm going to try to do... This whole bullet thingy. Okay. Yeah, so I have tried a thousand different things over the years to try to get my work organized. Because I am not a very organized writer. Now, I don't mean that in that I lose stuff or I can't find what I'm looking for. I mean, my imagination goes flippity-floppity-flippity-floppity-flue. flu. i am focused on this. I'm focused on that. I get a little bit of shiny over here and a little shiny over there. And everything just kind of bounces around. And it's been kind of a problem for me over the years trying to stay focused to get projects done. And done on a schedule that makes me happy. So, yeah, now I have a new plan. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm one of those people who is. I am giving in to the whole bullet journal thing. Because, because it's not just like the social pressure, because a lot of writers are doing it now and all that stuff. I I do a lot of journaling when I write. I, I use journals to kind of work out ideas and figure out what I'm going to do with this, that, and the other thing. And I I, I I use journals for a lot of different things. So, in theory, bullet journaling will be something that will help me get organized, Right? I mean, I am holding in my hand my nice new journal that I got specifically to do this because, you know, the best way for me to guilt myself into doing something is to spend money on it because if I spend money on it and I don't do it, oh man, I feel bad. (laughs) And I know I'm 42 years old. I shouldn't be guilting myself into doing things that are good for me, but I've had 42 years of practice at not doing those things. So, you know, you got to put the guilt where the guilt needs to go. So I've spent most of the last couple days looking up. I, I hate this. I hate this word. I really do. But apparently that's what they call them. Spreads. Yeah. Apparently the various things that you put in your bullet journal are called spreads. And I know it wouldn't sound so darty if I didn't say it like that, but I find it very hard not to say it like that because When I say spread, I want to say butter because I'm, I'm from the Ozarks and y'all know that because my accent comes out and I say y'all all the time, but there isn't a lot that's very focused for writers. Even the writers who do like videos and stuff that are all about this or want you to pay them money so that they can show you how they do it because it's that valuable that's crazy. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on a writer who figured out a way to make money, but charging other writers to learn basic things just that seems cheap and dirty to me. It just, it really does. Especially when this is like you're selling a twenty-five dollar reprintable pr- <sighs> worksheet. Really, twenty-five dollars. Not naming names, but if you've come across it, you you know who I'm talking about. And that just, that felt just kind of cheap and dirty to me. So once I figure out the spreadsheet, the sp- I hate that word, the spreads that I'm going to be using in this, I will post them for free up on Project Shadow because that's how this should be done. But I'm not exactly sure how to do this because now writing is like a day job. We've talked about this numerous times on the podcast. and for those of you who are new, read the War of Art. Just read it, love it, f- follow it to the T. because Stephen Pressfield really did like express all of the joy and pain and like how to be a professional creative in that book. It is if you're looking at being pro- a professional creative, like doing it for a living, Read that book. It's so good. And so, yes, there are certain things that are bullet journal worthy in that, yes, every day we have to show up for the job. Every day we have to get the job done, whether we feel inspired or not, whether the words are good or not, because there's this magical thing called editing that happens later that make the words pretty. We just need to get the words down, capture a version, whether it's a first or a zero draft, capture a version and run. Having said that, that doesn't really work well with planning because essentially my to-do list is the same thing every day. Write 1600 words. That's it. I want to write my 1600 words and I want to go on. That's what I want to do. And on a good day, I hit that. And on a bad day, I don't. Today, for example, I didn't hit my 1600 words because I'm in the middle of world building. And yeah, figuring out what needs to be built next is not easy, even though I am actually converting an old novel into a new setting as part of the process of doing the world building for the series I'm eventually going to do because I want them to take place in the same world. And... I thought it would be a fun way to start the world-building process and give me a place to build from. There's still so much there that it's easy to get lost. So, with all of that, that sounds like a place where bullet journaling can come in. And, yeah, maybe. But how do you rein in all of these creative thoughts? How do you rein in... All of these impulses that we have to write this, draw that. Ooh, here's a sketch of an idea of a thing that might eventually be important. And then today, disaster of all disasters, World Anvil actually released an update for their calendars feature, which is a feature that I absolutely love and want them to make perfect. And it does a lot of the things that I kind of wanted it to do-ish, in a way. And that makes me very, very happy. And so I sat down and started playing with that and got a little distracted because today wasn't supposed to be about calendars, but since they changed the way calendars work, I had to re-input all the calendars I had already inputted. So I kind of got set back a little bit and y'all know we have two new kittens, right? And they're very cute. And we put a stool in with them and they're learning how to jump and crawl and climb and play queen of the hill and... It's so cute, and I've got another cat who doesn't know what to do with the mutant little baby cats, who just should not be, or maybe should be, or what have you. And then we have a dog who doesn't know if the other cat should be around the new cats, and... Does this sound familiar? I mean, it may sound like I'm rambling here, but I know a lot of creative people, and I actually know some of you who are listening right now, and... This is how a creative day often goes... Not to mention, oh yeah, my TV just got a big app update, and so my music works again in a way that it hasn't worked before, and so I've been playing around, figuring out how to set up stations, because I work best when I have music on in the background, so really, playing with music is technically working, isn't it? I mean, it's going to eventually make me more productive, and after all, that's what today was all about. Yeah, this is why a lot of writers, or creatives of any stroke, have a hard time getting things done. Because, ooh, shiny, and we run off. We're a bunch of raccoons. But, we can fix this. I know we can fix this. If we put our heads together... And we take a couple deep breaths, maybe a lot of deep breaths, maybe for 15 minutes or so in a nice meditative calm. We can approach this question from a clear-headed, open-minded way. Because the bigger question at play here is not, can we rein in the creative process? But should we? And that is a much harder question for us to answer when you really think about it. So, should we actually be trying to rein in our creative impulses? Yes! I don't think I can be more plain than that. I don't think I can be simpler than that. Yes, we really need to rein in our creative impulses. It is a thing that we desperately, desperately need to do. And I'll tell you why. Creativity works best with constraints. It does. People think that's not true. People get after me because, well, you just add genre on top of genre, and that's why everything just gets mad. No. I add genre on top of genre because there are things that I like, and things that have, well, frankly, become kind of rote. I mean, I love space opera. Don't get me wrong. I love space opera, but... I don't think I have it in me to write another evil empire story. You know, the ragtag bunch of rebels going out and fighting the evil empire. Don't get me wrong, love those stories. Continue to read those stories, continue to reread those stories, continue to re-watch those movies and TV shows and all that. But the idea of spending several years of my life sitting down and writing one of those, that kind of drives me nuts. And so, by genre bending, by adding other genres onto what I'm doing, I'm actually adding constraints. Because, you see, when I said that the space opera I'm working on is going to include many facets of Wuxia, what that means is governments aren't really going to matter that much in the story. It's going to be about small sects and schools and bands of people doing things to, for, and against each other that changes the context a lot. See, even if I wanted to tell that Sith Jedi fanfic story that I've had in the back of my head forever, I can do that, but it won't have the galaxy-spanning, empire-breaking, building potential that it would within a Star Wars story, because these would be two small schools in the galactic underground. And those constraints are powerful. Those constraints are what makes creativity work and makes you have to work harder as a creative. You can't just be lazy and tell the story that you would normally want to tell. Part of Hamplo, when I decided that most of the species in the galaxy are going to recognize a minimum of five genders and laid out what they were, which I think you can read that up on the world anvil. I'm not sure if I posted that yet or not. It's written. We'll see. Um, it'll be there eventually. So you have male, female, and uh, I'm not going to go through it now, but I picked five genders. Well, that changes a lot because, well, binary stories don't really work. And that more than anything is what I think we need to be working on when we're trying to do this productivity thing, when we're trying to find focus. See, the purpose of me getting this bullet journal thing and trying to figure out how to do my own spreads and, and incorporating some of the ones that other writers have used is to put those constraints on me. It's to sit down and focus and pull the information out because we all know the two hardest things for us to do is to capture the ideas that we have and to stay working on them long enough for us to get to a finished product that can happily go out into the world. And that, for me, is the whole purpose here. So, if you're one of those writers who your ideas pounce into your head fully formed, oh, I love you, God love you, the angels love you, all the saints in heaven must be shining upon you. And I don't mean that facetiously. I mean, you really have some good juju working in your favor, because of all the writers I know, I can only think of a few of them that have ever had that happen, and for most of us, when that happens, it's a story. I've had that happen to me exactly once. When I wrote Crucify, it came into my head fully formed. I sat down every day, wrote that story from stem to stern, and didn't have any massive things... ...that needed to be changed, really. Because most of that story just popped into my head. Boom. Complete. In its entirety. Characters, places, settings. But most of the time, the way the real work happens... ...the way most of us have to spend our days... ...and even those few lucky ones, like me, who had that happen exactly once... ...yeah, we have to sit back and think and work and filter through, and make it happen. And that's where I'm at now. Trying to find these methods. Trying to sit back and work on things, like maybe using some plot embryos, because I used to use them back in the day, and trying to figure out a version of the plot embryo that I can use with the Kisho Tenketsu system of writing, or method of writing, or genre of writing. I don't know the word that's appropriate there. Style of writing that I do... And using those elements to try to make the story work. In fact, I almost feel like a modified snowflake method would actually work best with the Kishotenketsu system. And if you don't know what that is, it's... I did an entire episode on it a ways back. And just ask, and I will definitely do another one if you want me to do another one, because... As we go on, I get more and more familiar with it, and so the content will probably be better. But yeah, this is what we need to be focusing on, is finding focus. It's not so much about li- limiting ourselves. It's not so much about saying what we can and can't and should and shouldn't be doing. The real work, the real war of art, is in keeping ourselves focused On the work that we can do, that we need to do, and that we should be doing. This is quite helpful with me, working on the World Anvil, because, well, I keep coming up with new articles that need to be written for it. Bullet Journal seems like a natural place to put that. Not to mention, I keep having ideas for short stories and novellas and other novels and possible characters and... Yeah all that needs to be reined in in my current journaling system, which I've talked about a little bit before, but it's not really worth recapping because it's basically, I have an idea, I pull up my journal, i write it down in there. Somehow, and for some reason, that's not sufficient for me to do these large mammoth projects that I want to do. Huh. Funny that, isn't it? And so I'm looking for a new way. Bullet journaling, if you're not familiar with the idea, one, Google it, they have a very good simple instructional video on their website that explains the process, and you don't have to buy any specialized equipment to do it if you don't want to. I bought a journal because it's sitting here looking at me, mocking me, because I have yet to write in it, and I need to be writing in it, because I paid money for it, and that's how my brain works. But essentially, you set up pages for your year, your month, and your day, and you record what needs to be done, what has been done, and what you are working on in there, and use it to keep yourself in order, keep yourself going forward and doing the things that you need to do. It is a system that I think is adaptable for the writing process, though I have to say i did read a lot of blogs today and i watched a lot of videos i have not really seen a system that i feel like would work for me but eh, if you are currently doing something like this i would love to hear your methodology because well i will definitely be sharing mine but remember the goal here is not really just to mark what i should be doing every day because that's simple I need to be writing 1600 words a day. That's what I need to be doing, whether it's in backstory, world building, or on a work in progress. So, yeah, let's get focused together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please take a moment to rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. If you got a dollar, you can pass my way down in the show notes or wherever the show notes are for you you'll find a link to both my Patreon and the community support page. The difference between the two is people on Patreon occasionally get stuff, like the cats who have new toys, which you can probably hear in the background. Um, (laughs) Your Patreon support does help the kitties quite a bit get new toys and all kinds of fun stuff. So if you won't do it for me, do it for the kitties. (laughs) I want to say thank you to everybody who's already doing that. If you don't have any money right now or don't feel like giving, that's all right. But if you know somebody you think would like this podcast, do share it with them. That helps out immensely, too. If you have any questions, comments or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short. Keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you, especially if you have a method for doing this. I would love to collect as many of those as possible. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I'm C.E. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to everything that I do over at Project Shadow. Including the uh, spread ideas (laughs) that I end up adopting and using. Uh, I'll put them up over there as well because... Yeah. I think I'm going to take some time and procrastinate on everything else I need to do and start putting up a writing resource page back up over on Project Shadow, why not do it tonight? But it will eventually reappear over there and I'll let you know on the podcast and on social media when that happens. Thank you all so much for listening, and until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.